my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Happy holidays from Genesis. Experience the Genesis signature event and discover the details that make the holidays and the Genesis GV80 special. Featuring available full grain, soft Napa leather seats with unique diamond pattern stitching that bring you luxury style, comfort and sophistication. Working in fashion for many years, I truly understand the importance of high quality materials and the seats in the Genesis GV80 are so incredibly comfortable. Customizable ambient interior lighting lets you select from 10 levels of brightness and a nearly infinite number of colors to express your current mood. Nothing works better to soothe my traffic anxiety than setting the GV80 to a soft warm light that's calming and comforting. So what are you waiting for? Light up the holidays with the gift of a new Genesis at the Genesis Signature event. So go ahead, take a close look at the Genesis GV80 and you'll truly see Lux is in the details. Hi everyone, I'm Rachel Zoe and you're listening to Climbing in Heels. The show is all about celebrating extraordinary superwomen who will be sharing their incredible journeys to the top, all while staying glamorous. Just in time for the holidays, we're doing a full episode of Ask Rachel Questions. As you might know, every week we answer two listener questions, but this week we are dedicating an entire episode to answering your questions because you guys have had so many amazing questions over the last few weeks. So everything to do with the holidays, from what to wear, what to pack, what to gift, and so much more. And of course, here to help is my producer, Mary Elizabeth, and I'm so excited to see what your festive questions are for me. So let's get into it because we have lots to cover. By the time our listeners are listening to this, it'll be just a few days before Christmas. So I was hoping you could share a little bit about what your holiday plans are going to be this Christmas time. God. Okay. So we will be going to Palm Beach, one of my favorite 
places. Lovely. To one of our favorite hotels in this country, the Colony Hotel in uh-huh. Palm Beach. It's so Gorgeous. special. It's a very special place. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just very special. It feels really like a home away from home. I'm not someone who loves like a massive hotel. Yeah. I like something that feels warm and family-like right and my kids feel so comfortable there the team there is like really just like no other they are so kind you know my kids love to go down and have breakfast they say hi to everyone they make friends it's so cute and it kind of it's a good place for families it is and it reminds me of like the Beverly Hills Hotel and it has those like cute little kitschy campy elements of like you know the little um I don't know what it's called, but it's like a little trolley that like takes you Cute. to dinner, you know, yeah. and you go in this like open air thing with blankets on and you can go see like Christmas lights and, fun. you know, so it's super, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's very easy there, you know, and I think it's been such a weird year for so many people. And I think for me, you know, like I said, my parents are getting much older, like many and like all of us, um, but, yeah. but, um, yeah, I think it's just important to be with family. The family time. Yeah. yeah. And you guys will be there for like at least a week, right? Yeah. That'll mm-hmm. be great. And that includes your your parents, your sister, yep. Pamela. Yep. And one of her kids will be joining yep. you. My nephew Luke will be there. So and, that's but fun. not Soph. Soph's going off to Thailand and Vietnam oh, and Fiji. To be Soph. <laughs> to be Soph. To be Soph. Yep. That sounds so fun. So yep. how do you because you um like I think a lot of our listeners probably love your family so, 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 so much. And you are a wonderful family person, but you also love, 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 love your personal space. Oh yes. So how do you, <laughs> oh, um, yes. how do you <laughs> draw the line? Yeah. Or how do you negotiate uh, that? Uh, when you're all staying uh-huh. in the same hotel. Yep. I mean, obviously yep. you're not all in the same room. I remember trying to teach you this skill. <laughs> clearly I need to keep keep working on this lesson um to be honest it's almost like you're built this way or you're not to be very honest with you because I think for me my personal space is so sacred yeah and I take it really seriously yeah and but conversely to that I have the flawed characteristic which I think most of my family has of being too nice sometimes and it yeah. you end up really just not being happy when you're pleasing everybody else yeah and I think after many years of trying to always be like I have to do this my mom's gonna be mad at me or if I don't show up here my parents are never gonna forgive me or right blah 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 I think I got to a point I think it was after I had kids honestly. Sure. Where I think between work and kids, I think my threshold was lower. Sure. And I just all of a sudden was like, I can't stay in the house in the summer. We can't live together anymore. I love you more than anything in the world. But because of that, yeah, I don't think we should live together anymore. Right. And I got my own house and it was like the best thing that ever happened because there's boundaries. Yeah. And I actually think, you know, I have friends that are like, oh, my family's coming to stay with me for two weeks. And I'm like, wow. And I, I just think some people really can do that. And I think that yeah. people that can do that have a really incredible gift of letting go and letting things roll yeah. and whatever. And I am someone that can't do that as well. And so I think, and I also think, look, people don't change, right? In my opinion, I Mm -hmm. don't think people change, nor do I really want to change people. Right. So I think at the same time, I think for me, the resolve has been, if I'm coming for 10 days, we don't need to eat three meals a day together for 10 days. That's my biggest thing too. And I need, I need for Roger and I to have some alone time. Yeah. I need for, Roger, myself, and the boys to have some alone time. Yeah. And thankfully, my parents really understand that and they respect it. But I did have to say it. Yes. And I think sometimes if you don't say it, they don't know it. And I think there's a way to say it. Right. That is okay. And I think if you say, like, and I did say this, it is healthy 
for me and my family to have the four of us. Yeah. We don't have a nanny. Nope. We don't travel with anyone. There is something very sacred and special about the four of us. We need a vacation. Right. We want to be with you and that's why we're here. But we also need alone time. Yeah, 100%. And, and they understood it. And I think my mom is someone who also needs alone time. Yeah. So she really does get it. My dad actually doesn't need alone time. So he doesn't get it as much. Same. You know? Me and Ronnie, same. Right. Extrovert. Exactly. Full on extrovert. Right. So I think, and my sister too, but my sister as... It's interesting as my sister's gotten older, she needs alone time. Yeah. And I totally get it. And there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, this is like a lot or I feel mm -hmm. overstimulated or mm -hmm. whatever. But what I've also, um, you know, I'm from a big family. I'm, yep. I'm one of four kids. So and as everyone's the, gotten older. You have older, the patience of a saint. I try. Yeah. You but, do, factually. Uh, have a, the patience of a saint. Uh, well, I try. <laughs> um, I think there's some listening that would disagree. But my whole thing is I try really hard to like not do the three meal a day thing because if I can't it makes me sort of mental yeah. and then I get in a bad mood uh -huh. and then I'm bummed at myself like uh -huh. if I'm flying to Charleston South Carolina uh -huh. where my family lives uh -huh. from LA my body clock's already on a weird thing <laughs> and then my dad's making like chocolate chip pancakes like we're 12 which is wonderful and sweet and kind but if I don't eat them right I feel guilty. Of course. Then it's like setting up the day in a weird spot. hundred percent. Everyone's mad. Everyone's, Everyone's weird. feelings are hurt. My dad's kind of butt hurt. You know, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm in my thirties. Like I don't, I love your chocolate chip pancakes, but like, I, I don't know where I, I just want coffee <laughs> and like a slow build yeah, of into course. the day. Of course. So of course. everybody has their things, but. So maybe it's like a one meal a day rule. Yeah. You know, it also, I think it depends where you're staying. Yeah. If you're staying in the same house, it's also hard to not participate. You know, that's my thing about boats. That's why I don't go yeah. on boats with people because you smart. can't escape. Smart. How do you say I'm not coming to lunch? Right. When you're 10 feet away. You can't. <laughs> you look like a great A asshole. Exactly. A great A asshole. Exactly. Well, I'm sure your family time is going to be lovely, wonderful, full of togetherness and not so much togetherness. But again, there are boundaries. And to be very honest, Roger set boundaries as well. That's and good. I think, listen, I think, I think in all fairness, when you are in a new marriage and a new family, yeah. you can't really lay those boundaries. And it is up to the spouse of the family to lay those boundaries. Totally. And I think you really have to. And I think in all fairness, it's a responsibility of like the partner Roger handled his family I handle my family exactly. but now Roger's been a part of my family for 400 years and so he'll be like Les I need to be alone Les we're not having dinner with you take the kids I love you I'll see you tomorrow so again and that privilege comes with time yes <laughs> he has earned the right to say that to my mother yes because I wouldn't dream of saying that to you would never oh my god I would you never. won't even say no to her well I would first, anything. Of all, first of all I would never decline a dinner invitation with <laughs> Leslie Rosenstein because she's one of my favorite people on the planet so let's just get that straight I would always I'm down for any meal three meals whatever she wants to do I'm available I mean you're so fabulous I'm so fabulous I'm just taking fabulous notes from her so today again as our listeners are tuning in it's right before Christmas so I thought we would do an ask me anything ask Rachel holiday edition so we had a lot of followers and listeners submit questions this go around like a lot a lot of them were very similar so I tried to break them into little segments to go through with you so I thought we would just kick things off with hosting mm, got a lot of hosting my favorite questions. so they're I'm going to kick you off with this one question. The second question is kind of a two-parter to the first, but we'll get there. So what is your favorite Christmas dinner recipes? Like a holiday meal that's, I would say, specific to this time of year. Holiday meal recipes specific to this time of year. Hmm. There's so many. I mean, honestly, this time of year, for some reason, I can't get enough of really, really like roasted Brussels sprout type things with like mm. really charred with like, a, you know, tons of seasoning and things like that. For some reason, I feel like that just is such a side dish that needs to accompany whether you're having fish or 
whatever. I weirdly love, I know this is going to be really sad for people to hear, but I love fish this time of year at holiday dinners. Yeah. I know that's not so popular, but. I think that's great. I mean, I'm not a meat eater, so I always kind of like, you know, I do this one for my kids. I do almost like a, like a white fish, like milanese, you know, like a breaded. And they honestly, if you have kids that are picky eaters and whatever, they love it like yeah. I do fillets you could do brancino you could do tilapia whatever it is cod yeah um and you make it the same way you'd make a milanese and so I love that I love um I do we have a family recipe that's like famous roasted potatoes that yeah. are amazing and honestly I make them all year but like holiday time it's like big a staple. bowls of them yeah big bowls yeah you know with so extra you're roasting seasoning. a lot We're roasting I'm roasting a lot, a lot yeah. and I'm finding that like my family doesn't love the mushy stuff. What do you mean? Like mashed potatoes? Yeah, they, Sky does, but like no one else does. Huh. People's, Caius is like me, likes crunchy things. Sure. Crunchy, salty, can't Crunchy, yeah. And, but again, like I'm more of a baker than a cooker. Right. So I do a lot of desserts. I do a lot of like banana breads and like crumb cakes and pies and yeah. you know all I love that I love like I love that that to me is the most I like baking things this time of year what did you eat what, can, is there a meal around this time of year that you ate a lot as a kid that your parents would make my parents were so serious about food my whole yeah. life which is probably why I'm not that serious about food <laughs> that makes sense. it yeah. was such a thing I was like a kid that wanted tv dinners because I would watch them on tv mm-hmm. and I'd be like that's the dream right it's casual I want, and fun it's casual and, yeah. I want to pop it in the oven and I want yeah. to take it out and eat it in the container and like yeah. the little pocket for the potatoes and yeah. the like I just thought tv dinners were the coolest things ever right because to, to for our <laughs> listeners Rachel's parents are very intense foodies oh my like, god oh my they god. love very uh gourmet. Yes, everything they have very elevated taste they buds. do and they eat Everything, anything. They're not scared of anything. My dad will try anything anywhere. And I'm just not that person. Yeah. But that said, I grew up with very serious dinners. And it was like, we had like a Sunday night casual dinner. We'd have Chinese food. We'd have like deli night and matzo ball soup and all that stuff. But like most of the time it was like veal chops. Right. Roasted potatoes, lamb chops. And like you're having like filet with like actually, like, like, like actually, yeah, yeah. yes, that like lamb chops with chutney. It, and literally, like all the, yeah. There was I a could, lot I of could, chutney. I could picture it. There was a lot of chutney. I could picture it. Who eats chutney as a kid? I, I don't know. Not, no one, I don't no think kid anything. should eat chutney. Which this actually brings me perfectly <laughs> into our next listener's question. <laughs> Along with like food you were making around the holidays, mm-hmm. what should I make for a holiday dinner that's also kid friendly? Mm-hmm. Because. Yep. I fully understand being from Mm -hmm. a large family. My mom was not the mom that was like short order cooking on the holidays, like letting us eat whatever we wanted. Got it. She wasn't going to force us to eat something we didn't like. Right. But she was making what she was making and you liked what you liked and ate what you ate. Yeah. But that's why you're such a good eater. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But you know, I think now it's a little different. Like I think maybe the kids would eat first or eat something slightly different or whatever, but what do you like to do? Well, first to go back to that, one thing I do remember very, very well, and we're starting to do that more so with the kids now as they're older, at least a few nights a week to eat as a family. Yeah. I grew up eating as a family. We waited till my dad got home from work, even if it was late and we were so hungry, we would wait for my dad. And we always ate together as a family, always. And I remember it. And it was like, I really loved it. And we would really talk about everything, you know? And it was super, it's interesting because you know how you remember such things, like certain things so clearly? Sure. I just want all our listeners to know, like, eating together as a family is more important than you think it is. Yeah. You know? And I, and I, and we're, I think we, to your point, I think this generation, myself included, it's like I find myself eating at 10 at night sometimes, you know, right. and like, yeah, you know, and when the kids were little, like maybe I'd eat with the kids at five and then Roger would come home at eight and then I'd sit with him. But like I wasn't eating with it, you know, right. so like I do like think there's something to be said. sharing a meal. Yeah. yeah. And so I think there's something to be said for that. But a kid friendly meal. Honestly, I find I am a huge advocate 
for crowd-pleasing food. Yeah. I am not someone that wants to overcomplicate the menu. Going back to your fear of yes. gourmet food from your yes. parents. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I really think that like as adults, we all are in control of our own lives and our own palates and what we eat. And we all go out to eat a lot or we all have these like dinner parties that we go to no matter how formal or casual of our friends. But when you're making a meal for a group of people and there's kids involved of various ages, mm-hmm. Make it easy for yourself. Just do the crowd pleasers. Yeah. Like I have a standard dinner party menu, give or take. Yeah. That works every time and people love it. They're just yeah. like, the food was so good. And it's like you do a great fish thing, like a grilled salmon or roasted salmon or a, you know, whatever it is, an easy fish, like yeah. a halibut or whatever. A branzino. You, a branzino a or crowd, something simple. Yeah, you have a roasted chicken or a chicken milanese, I find is the crowd pleasers of crowd pleasers of crowd pleasers. And the kids are probably more into eating. The kids will eat that. Yeah. The kids will eat. Kids will eat a chicken Milanese or a breaded chicken type thing. Some people call it schnitzel. Some people call it like whatever. They will eat that more easily than they will eat a rotisserie or roasted chicken. Some kids don't like bones. Some kids don't like skin. So I think that, and then I think you always have a pasta. Yes. Right? Like a simple pasta, like a pomodoro or a red sauce or even just olive oil and Parmesan. I was, right? I was going to say, that's the one thing my mom would do. I had a olive weird thing Parmesan. with tomato sauce as yep. a kid. Most and kids I would do. say, mom, please, can you just save me a portion of the yep. pasta just to put butter and yep. like, Parmesan butter on and it? Butter and parm. And she would do that. Butter that's a good parm. like kid-friendly tip. 100%. Yeah. And then I think with veggies, go basic. Yeah. Like roasted, call it roasted broccoli or, or like steamed with some olive oil and salt and pepper or like you know whatever like don't keep the food boring there's ways to make it exciting other things I've done if I have a fancier crowd I'll just have two or three things that are kids only you know like if we do roasted vegetables that are more like cauliflower and brussels sprouts and mushrooms or whatever then you do like some carrots and broccoli for the kids yeah great but I, I do think that like what I find is when you don't overcomplicate and you just do really good food I just call it the crowd pleasers. Yeah. You know, there's just sliced steak, things like that. Like it's an easy, it takes the pressure off yourself. I always do a great salad. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of veggies. I always do like two or three proteins and I always do a pasta, you know, potatoes, you know, I always have like roasted potatoes or French fries, like something everyone wants. A table fry. Who doesn't want a table fry? We love a table fry. Everyone loves a fry. So smart. I mean, that said, Kai's didn't eat fries until like a year ago. That's, that shocks me. I, I know. mean, I guess he it also didn't eat me. pasta till a year ago. Yeah, so. he's a picky one. Yep, better he's now. Thank picky. God. Yeah, thank God. Went from chicken nuggets to Dover soles. So here we are. <laughs> here we are, people. Big swings. Count your blessings. Big swings. <laughs> my dad works in B two B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's that time of year, the Genesis Signature Event, where you can discover the details that make the Genesis GV80 SUV special. Featuring the GV80's navigation system with 14.5-inch HD screen that seamlessly integrates smartphone connectivity and cloud technology for faster and more accurate routing, allowing access to key features easily through the expansive touchscreen. My kids love to follow the navigation on the HD screen and play their favorite music when I'm driving around Los Angeles. 
And whether we're running errands around the city or driving in a downpour up and over the canyon roads, the GV80 drive modes can handle all types of terrain. Switching between five different drive modes for a distinct change in the GV80's performance and settings. My family is everything to me and their safety is always my top priority, which is why I love driving the Genesis GV80. So light up the holidays with the gift of a new Genesis at the Genesis Signature event. Another hosting question. What drinks do you like to serve when you're hosting? This is kind of a Roger Berman question. We should phone a friend. Yes, but but here's the thing. Roger is too much of a people pleaser as a bartender at a Mm. party. He feels the need to have everything everyone likes rather than get your crowd pleasers. I go back to the crowd pleasers. Yep. If you have a red, a white, Mm -hmm. a champagne, Mm -hmm. a tequila, and a vodka, you're good. And I'm going to say throw in gin. Yeah, right. Definitely. So if you have a gin, uh-huh. vodka, tequila, you're good. Champagne, white, red, you're good. You've covered your bases. That's it. What about pre-batching cocktails? Okay. So here's my theory on that. I think you know we live in LA, so everyone drinks margaritas or skinny marks. It's tequila right? or nothing out here. It, literally, yeah. it's tequila or nothing. So I, I would say even in LA, if you have tequila, wine, champagne, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, everyone's but, happy. Lately, everybody's been drinking French 75s, which is oh, gin, champagne, so good. gin, champagne with a little lemon. little simple syrup, little uh-huh. special lemon, little lemon uh-huh. zest. Oh, it's so delicious. I would also say the martini is back in the biggest way ever. Yes. But I think pre-mixing, I think it depends how many people you're having. Yeah. Roger tends to be like, oh, people are going to want Bloody Marys. It's Sunday. Oh, they're going to want margaritas. It's, you know, Sunday night or it's Monday yeah. football. Like. Okay, we're not having like a full bar. This is not a wedding. Like, <laughs> get it together. And I think if you have like, I think depending on how many people you have, I think it's really cute to have a drinks menu. Yeah. But again, don't overcomplicate. Yeah. Make it crowd pleasers, you right. know? Right. So like have a skinny marg or your holiday version of a marg, yeah. you know? Yep. Uh, that's my feeling. And I yeah, think it always smart. works because I think people will take their favorite thing and do it with a twist. Yeah. But they're not necessarily going to want to go to a totally new thing. Yeah. And in, look, and in my crowd, they're going to drink what they get over not drinking. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're going to figure it out one way or another. People are still really into Palomas. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, it, I mean, the grapefruit, it's good. It's I'm a, hearing it's a still a lot of martinis right now. Martinis yes. and martinis. skinny marks. I was at something last night and Saturday night. And that's all people were drinking. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that skinny mark is here to stay. It is. A, it's here. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, I think most people would typically think margarita in like the warmer summer months, but no. No. All year. All year. All year around here. And yeah. French 75, which I love. It's such an elegant drink. It's so delicious, yeah, too. it is. Oh, it's so good. I agree. We should post a recipe for that. Yeah. Our, our friends at Tanqueray will help us, but we'll put a, we'll put a recipe up so you yeah. guys can see what we're talking about if you don't know, because it's a... Like, delicious it is so good perfect holiday cocktail I totally agree Roger loves them so and good. I love them which is rare we don't typically like the same drink that's true <laughs> that's that's very true because he likes salty yes he does like salty. anything with olives but <laughs> okay moving right along we had some questions about gifting oh my favorite so subject we will jump into that I know we did a, a whole like Black Friday vibe but this is a few other gifting questions okay what is good for a $25 white elephant gift for girlfriends? And you know white elephant, it's like... I do. I just did stolen. three of them. Be, yeah. I did three of them this past weekend. And I got to tell you guys, a little like Lord of the Flies. Oh, it's crazy. It gets like Hunger Games. It at the, yeah. really is. Uh-huh. It's really crazy. People are wild. Yeah. So, okay. I am weirdly more recently a fan of the gift card. Uh-huh. And the reason is, is when you're doing something. Oh, but you're saying specifically for girlfriends. For girlfriends. So I would say like and it $25. Has to be 25 or un- yeah, 25. If it's 25 or under, I, I like the idea of a gift card to like Ulta or Sephora. Yep. Although these days you can't get that much. Yeah. At this point, you can get like a lip liner. You can get some travel sizes. Things. Yeah, that's a good idea. Though. Um, or like a little, like a couple brushes maybe. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like a beauty gift card. I really like a gift card. I also like gift cards to like a place you know that people love. So like for my kids, there's this bakery near their school that they go to. Yeah. And Sky had one. And of course, there's this $50. Um, 
And I did a gift card to the bakery that they all go to all the time. That's because, cute. Yeah, because by the way, if someone gave me like a Starbucks gift card, how psyched would I it. be? I'm going to use it. You'll use it. So I think that's great. I love a candle. I never get sick of candles. Yeah. I know it sounds lame, but I love them. I love a room diffuser. Never get sick of them. They're all over my house. Yeah. I love a trinket tray because I use them. I have so many trinkets Trinket all over trays. my house. I throw my jewelry in random places, as Mary knows. And what else? A book. A cute, yeah. like, self-care book or a confidence-building book, because I think as women, we all need that. Mm-hmm. I also think something really cute is, like, a compact, because it's yeah. not something that you buy yourself, but we need. Yeah. I get very annoyed when I don't have a mirror in my bag, because I feel like I have something in my eye, and I can't see or like and the mirrors that come with the makeup in it it's inevitably covered in whatever in bronzer or eyeshadow or whatever and you can't see into it you have to like squeak it off I also you know what I like um I really like a gorgeous like lip balm like a you beauty lip lip balm or like a you know, uh, Lawless makes some of my favorite yeah. like lip plumper lip products. That's a good one. And they're probably around 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. I love rare beauty products. Some of her, some of Selena Gomez's line mm-hmm. clean. I'm obsessed with her makeup. Yeah. And it's pretty reasonable. So yeah, I think those are all like great gifts and things that are like a color that anybody can use. So it's like a highlighter or, yeah. you know, I think beauty gifts are are great it's a good go-to because it's just girlfriends would you ever give like a um spicy gift you know I'm just not the spicy gift giver I'm not not. that's why she's asking me I'm such like a lady like that yeah she is she would never she wouldn't dream of it I don't think it's I don't listen girls do what you need to do like I'm here for it but I don't know that you're getting the vibrator from me but I just feel like (laughs) if you went to a white elephant for sure you'd have to go home with it the vibrator. a hundred percent someone would give it to me a hundred percent hundred percent I would or they wouldn't give it to me but I'd be the one that picked it out of the thing right you would get stuck with it hundred percent oh it'd be so funny and then I'd give it to my dirty friends guys we gotta invite Rachel to a white elephant this year (laughs) It's just going to be too funny. We had this, a similar question when we Are you wearing a Taylor gifting. Swift t-shirt? Yes, I am. Duh. My era store. I just saw her looking at me. Yeah. It's a good, cute one too. Hi, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. She's always with me. We had a similar question to this, but we should revisit it because it came up a lot. Okay. What is a host gift for a friend that doesn't drink alcohol? If you listened to our Black Friday episode, you know Rachel will say a fuzzy blanket, but... We had this question a couple times. Which, by the way, I'm giving so many people fuzzy blankets. I know, right? <laughs> you love a fuzzy blanket. I do. But it's, it, we had it a lot. People kind of feel stuck about giving a hostess a gift. A non-alcoholic? That's not a of wine. Yeah, because they don't oh, drink. I feel like that's really easy. I think you can absolutely give sweets, chocolates, candles, things like that, like um, soaps. I love like Aesop yeah. or any like, you know, Byredo. I love any of those. Diptyque, like... Any of your fi- Jenny Kane, Le Labo. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I also, like I said, I think on our last one, I love a good cheese board. Yeah. I love a charcuterie board, a wooden board. You can even get them like at Williams Sonoma or Pottery Barn at lo- like with monogrammed letters on them. Yeah, that's cute. Which I love. I think that's such a nice host gift because to give things that like aren't things that people buy for themselves. I don't buy cheese boards for myself. No. You know? And so when people gift me things like that, I'm so happy. I'm like, oh my God, I needed this. Yeah. You know? That's like my candle theory. I'm not out here buying myself candles. I would never buy myself a candle. And the ones I have, I like love because it was for like a birthday or a party or whatever. Yeah. I think that's such a good... I also think a coffee table book is such a beautiful gift. Mm -hmm. I really do. I get them as gifts all the time. And I mean, look at the table in front of me. Like... Yeah. I can never have enough coffee table books because first of all, they're beautiful, but second of all, they range in prices. Right. And some of the prettiest ones are actually like not expensive. They're just beautiful. And I I don't know. I love that. Yeah. Um, you don't have to just get a bottle of wine. In fact, what did we just bring? Um, yeah. I bought a beautiful Jenny Kane Aspen scented candle. Yeah. Like she, you know, I, there's so many amazing scents and room scents and yeah, yeah. I love it. Love it. Okay, what's the best gift that you have ever received? In my whole life. In your whole life. Oh, Jesus. 
And I, I, you know, part from my you're children. very sweet. I was going to say, <laughs> let's get real materialistic okay, here fine. and shallow here. Being non-materialistic and, sh- and not shallow, my absolute favorite gift in my entire being that I have ever gotten is the rose garden my children gave me four years ago. But see, that's a good for answer. Mother's Day. Yeah, and I have to tell you, I cannot explain how I stare out at my rose garden. Every freaking day, these roses bloom. There's only a very short time in the year that there are no roses. Right. And obviously, it's because I live in LA. They're thriving right now. Thriving. They're like yeah. six feet tall right we now. We did a photo shoot at Rachel's house yesterday, <laughs> and we were all laughing. We were like, oh my gosh, they're giants. They're four years old, almost five years old, wow. which makes no sense to me. Right. I don't understand. I know, God, that doesn't But they're seem still right. going. I know. So my kids surprised me with a rose garden when they were little, and I cried and couldn't stop crying. And now they're still alive, and I've moved them to two other houses <laughs> because I refuse to ever let them go. So that would be my absolute favorite gift that's a very good that I have ever gift. gotten truthfully yeah you can keep it there I don't have I to mean, make you pick something like diamonds. a Kelly or I mean a listen a Kelly Birkin a Birkin <laughs> diamonds from Roger but you know I think to be honest for me once I had kids like I love my possessions so much but I love my kids so much more that yeah. like when I think about the best thing it's almost like you can't say a material before them no of course not, not. N- and not because I feel guilty. It's more like, no, no, actually, they're the best gift. And then the gifts they've given me are the best, are the gifts. best gifts. Yeah. The cards they've made, the 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 silly the house that Caius gave me last night that's like so barely has a roof on it. So but it has a janky light inside it. But like it makes me so happy. The gift but, that keeps on giving. Yeah. But Roger's given me some epically amazing gifts. Yeah. Like epically, he's, he's pretty good at gift giving, and I and I do want to give a shout out to Roger because not only does he give them to me, but he really works hard on them. I know. I used to help him, yeah, he and be like his little confidant, hard. and now he goes rogue. Now he goes rogue. I mean, he, he goes, has things made. Ghost protocol on your gift. Yeah, he does. He had the most insane thing made for my birthday a couple of years ago that shocked that I almost fainted. Yeah, he's he's still got the magic gift yeah, giving touch. He does. Okay, moving to our most heavily asked about topic, as I'm sure you are not shocked, holiday dressing. <laughs> what is everyone sequence, wearing? Sequence, baby, sequence. What is everyone wearing? Okay, so to kick it off, I'm not going to talk exactly about clothes yet, but we got a couple questions that ask, what is your favorite perfume for the holidays? Ooh, I have to tell you, very unbiased, my newest scent, Invincible, I'm completely obsessed with. And that's a Rachel Zoe fragrance. It's a Rachel Zoe fragrance. I love it. I love my warrior scent, the Rachel Zoe warrior scent. I is love Invincible. What's the packaging on that one again? Uh, that is the gold. They're I think be- it's, it's the beautiful. gold croc embossed that's one. That's right. Yeah. I believe or the peacock feather, but I think it's the gold croc embossed. They're both beautiful. But that scent really came out so beautifully. I'm obsessed with it. Yes. So I'd say that one, I am forever a Tom Ford Santal blush girl. Yep. And multiple Tom Ford scents that yeah. I just love because there are so many really, really good ones. I love Violet Blonde. I love. Isn't there one that's like fucking fabulous or something? Yeah, fucking fabulous. <laughs> is, that's like a good wintry one too. I think isn't that's it? their bestseller. Okay. Well, the cool thing about fucking fabulous is it's very gender neutral. It's uh-huh. like it smells great on Roger too. Yeah. Which I love a scent that's really truly unisex. But yeah, that those are my favorite scents. And fun fact, Skylar <laughs> just recently asked for cologne he did he goes in and takes rogers tom ford black orchid sometimes before (gasps) a party oh my god it's all happening i told him to control himself and one tiny microscopic spray (laughs) on a wrist and then that spray distributes throughout his you know spots that he wants to put it like on his neck or just a dab will do ya less is more skylar sure is on that little teeny body i know so precious okay this was an interesting question. What should I wear to a casual holiday brunch? Oh. It's with old school mates that I haven't seen in over a year. Hmm. I mean, so I it's think daytime I, holiday. Yeah, I mean, I think daytime holiday, daytime holiday. It depends. Listen, it depends on the venue. Like mm-hmm. for me, a brunch means like dark denim jeans and like a, a, like a white fur over like a cozy sweater, yeah. you know, or like a shearling jacket or something, um, depending on where you live. But, yeah. you know, I immediately go to like nice jeans, a cute pair of heels or boots 
and a, and a cute little jacket. Like if you're in a warm place and like a lightweight jacket over like a camisole and jeans, I think is so cute for brunch. So cute. But I'm not someone who's wearing a dress to brunch during the day. I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. I'm not. Do- oh. Me, I'm not because we live in LA, which is mm-hmm. not so dressy by day. It's barely dressy at night. So I'm always the most overdressed. So like... I'm likely not in the summer. I'm in a caftan. Sure. But for holidays, I'm likely in like jeans or like a trouser. I'm in a suit with like a tank underneath and maybe a cute necklace. Yeah. You know, for daytime too, there's so many cute, like embellished sweaters out like totally pearl detail or bows or crystal buttons. Oh, can we talk about bows? Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And I think, I really think that right now is a time to really embrace bows in your hair, like a floppy bow in a low pony. You would be so proud of me. Did I you just do a did low that. Bow in a pony? I didn't Why do, do you do it low. for me? I didn't do low. You did a high pony? Uh uh-uh. uh. I did. Mm, you don't love a half up, half down, but I did. <gasps> you did half up, half down. I did like a a a mild half up, half down with a floppy bow. I left. For, yeah, I left center part. Uh huh. Two front my like frame pieces uh-huh, curled. Okay. Curled the whole hair. Pulled the front back, kind of volumized it. It kind of was trying to be like Brigitte Bardot. I was going to say, you did like, okay. And I, I, for the first time, put a black velvet bow in my hair. What did Chris think? He loved it. And at first I was like. Who am I? Is this giving like cool French chic girl or am I like Mary had a little lamb? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was a little, I, I was on the fence, but it, I. I loved it. It was I cute. think bows I got right now are so on fire that like we're putting them on our trees. We're putting them on garlands. We're putting them in our hair. We're putting them on our clothes. We're Did you see our girlfriends at the home edit have a whole um, uh, velvet ribbon um, Roy G. Biv like rainbow no. tree in their office? It's the cutest thing. It is a rainbow color coordinated Velvet bow Christmas tree. It's the cutest thing. I did not see that. Yes. It's so cute. Clea and Joanna did the cutest little tree. I'll have to show it to you on Instagram. I did not see that. It's so cute. But, but yeah, bows are everywhere. They're on bags, shoes. I mean, I, I saw, I think it was at the event you were at. They did, did a black little ribbon around a champagne. Club. Yeah. They're, they're literally they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And, and I love that you did it had a New York moment with like bow in your hair bow and the, the whole hair. thing. I love yeah. it. Dipped Maybe I'm going to do that when I'm in Palm Beach. Cause It'd be cute. It feels right to wear a bow in my hair in Palm Beach. Yeah. That aligns. <laughs> feels on brand. That is very, very on brand. <laughs> in my trolley in front of a pink hotel. Uh, <laughs> we got this question quite a bit. What should I wear to an office holiday party? You know, I'm a big advocate for the like velvet jacket, velvet suit thing. But I also think my black velvet suit that I wear with like tons of jewelry and sparkles, like a sequin t-shirt underneath or something, is someone else's little black dress. Yeah. And I am always going to love a little black dress. The one thing I have to say is now that I've been to like six holiday parties in the last four days, I don't think I ever realized it was such a thing to wear a red dress to a holiday party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it is a thing. I guess so. It's a real thing. I immediately I red, go to sequence. I think red is back just in general. But to me, red never left because it's so. Valentino. So yeah, to true, me, red true. is Valentino red, baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it is a thing. But don't forget, this has been the year or two of pink. We've been in Barbie world yes. for the last two years. Correct. So... Um, so hot pink and every form of pink, but I will say at the holiday parties I've been to, everyone has been in red, uh-huh. red lace. If they didn't want to do a sequin, Cute. I've been in sequins for the last two weeks, fully, fully head to toe and silver, mm, silver. I just wore a silver gown. Cause why not? I wore a pink, pink, silver sequin suit. Uh huh. But yeah, so I think for a work party I think show your sparkle get your sparkle on yep velvet lace like do the whole thing but obviously for work can I just give a piece of advice please yes do not get blackout drunk no do not be the person that everybody talks about for the rest of the year until the following holiday party no please just don't do it just don't do it if you're super young and you're listening just just monitor the intake you have to maintain 
your professionalism. Yes. And remember that your bosses are there, your peers are there, and you will regret everything you say and do if you're that person. Yeah. I have Tread seen lightly. it. I have seen it live for 20 years. Yeah. And more. <laughs> this question I thought was really interesting. What to wear for the holidays? I'm spending it in Mexico City. Ooh. Which I think not only is Mexico City like fabulous and wonderful, but it's warm weather. Yeah, it's very A warm, warm weather. I believe. Yeah. Christmas. So what what should we wear? I just think you wear really fun, lightweight, easy dresses. Uh-huh. Bring really comfy flat shoes cuz you'll walk a lot. Obviously bathing suits and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I think like, you know, lots of direct sun. <laughs> So mm-hmm. I would say hats, really fun, festive dresses. Yeah. You know, they have lots of fun in Mexico City. So I would just say, like, I love things with exaggerated shoulders and sleeves. And, you know, I think get in the vibe. Like, yeah. do the whole you thing. You don't have to layer yourself so no. much, you know? No. Jumpsuit. We love a jumpsuit. Yeah. But I think every day, I know for me, when I go to any part of Mexico, I find I don't bring a lot yeah. You know, I yeah. bring like sunglasses, hats, you know, wedges, like a good espadrille, mm-hmm. you know, but like most people will wear like flat sandals, like Grecian sandal kind of things and just really like flouncy fun dresses because yeah. you can easily go from day to night. Totally. You know, um, you will like this question. What to wear for a holiday Montauk weekend with my boyfriend at Gurney's? Oh, I was just there. Isn't that fun? Holiday Montauk weekend at Gurney's. How romantic with is a boyfriend. that? With a boyfriend. Yeah. That's very romantic. So romantic. But you know, it is cold there now and especially so right cold. in <laughs> front of the ocean. So I would say it will be a very cozy, cozy cold time by the beach. So I would bring chunky sweaters, really cozy, warm, like, you know, Uggs and that type of boot. And, like, if you're going to wear a dress, like, I love the idea of, like, a, you know, like a cashmere, like, turtleneck knit dress kind of thing, you know. Cute. Favorite Daughter makes great ones. Skims makes great ones. Um, yep. Jenny Kane makes great ones. And you're going to want to have tights. Zara. Um, you're going to want tights, Definitely right? tights and boots. Hopefully it will snow and you'll have a <sighs> beachy, snowy Christmas. Oh, how cute. Yeah. And I would bring beanies and, like... You know, I think, but also I think it's fun. You can still throw in some glamour, you know, and bring like, you know, some chunky necklaces you can wear over sweaters, you know, cute little furry mittens. I mean, it's so romantic. That'll be really fun. Yeah, I love that. To our listener followers. And hopefully you'll stay in the room most of the time. Okay. Final question for our Ask Rachel Holiday Edition. Rachel Zoe, what will you be wearing for your holiday dinner soiree? extravaganza what are you packing you know for me I really defy everything that I tell people to do (laughs) I do because you know my methods for everyone else is entirely different than the method for myself and that is because I think because I've spent my adult life organizing and strategizing for others when it comes uh-huh. to me I'm just like <laughs> this will do all hell breaks loose I am not someone who can commit to what I'm wearing early ever so I have multiple options at all times because it will depend on how I am that day mm-hmm. where I'm going what I'm doing that said if I knew exactly what I was doing I might have some idea but I don't and my guess is I will be packing lots of Gold lame, metallics, mm. caftans, lots of sequins, and you know, just sparkly everything. Because yeah. I feel like these, I mean, listen, I look for any excuse to be sparkly. I've been recently wearing these big holiday earrings that I got that are these like vintage Saint Laurent, like from the 60s. They're, they're the drop. Oh, they're massive. So pretty. They're literally massive. They hit my shoulders when I walk. <laughs> they do look like, like door knockers. They are. They're massive. Yeah. <laughs> you can't imagine a larger earring. And I just, they make me so happy. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like life is really challenging for so many. And I think we've all had like a really, I don't know. It's just been a weird year. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think sparkles to me just lift me up immediately and so I feel like around this time of year 
if I'm wearing something muted, it makes me sad. Yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> so yeah. I just don't, I just feel. Turn up the sparkle. Yeah. So I'm packing everything sparkly and caftani and glamorous, but easy, comfortable. And I do want to note that because I was with, and not being name droppy at all, because I don't ever name drop, but she's an amazing actress, of course, but she's also an incredibly kind hardworking mom and friend, Zoe Deschanel. But, you know, we were kind of admiring each other's looks at this event. She said, you know, you always find things that suit you. And I was like, well, how do you mean? She was like, you always look comfortable. And I said, well, I am. And I said, I actually have zero tolerance for for being uncomfortable in, in a night. And there are moments where I will be slightly uncomfortable if it's for a very important event. But I'm not as happy throughout the night (laughs) and I can't wait to get off what I'm wearing. So I do find and I do want to note for our listeners that like when I say sparkle and when I say shine and when I say like turn up the sparkle and the glamour because it's holidays and why not? You have enough time to go dark in January. Like make sure you're comfortable. Yeah. You know, because sitting through hours at a party or like even just sitting on a couch, like drinking and eating with friends all night. Why do you want to be uncomfortable? No way. You can look glamorous and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And remember, glamour doesn't have to be stiff and serious. No. You know, glamour should be easy and effortless and comfortable. And I will stand by that for the rest of my days. Well, there you go, folks. That means don't put on any corsets anytime soon. Oh, God, no. No. No, thank you. I need to breathe. Yeah, don't we all? Don't we That all. boning in my rib cage is just not chic for me. No. No, it doesn't feel good. Tight pants, like structured. Ugh. Yeah, I Why? get it. Why do you want to stuff your face on Christmas in tight pants? No, it's not for me. I have a friend that goes, I wear my tightest pants, so I stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one day when you're, you cannot stop. You know, I was go like, for it. I was like, Lean that in. sounds like the most, the worst form of self-torture. Yeah, because you well. know you're going to still overdo it, stop. and then you're going to be unbuttoning Awful. your pants. Stop. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. I hope all of our listeners enjoyed their Ask Rachel, and I'm sure we'll be doing another one very soon. Listen, whatever holiday you celebrate, because there are many this time of year, I hope you have the most beautiful, fabulous, glamorous holidays. And even if your holiday is spent at home with someone that you enjoy being with, a friend, a sibling, a child, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, it doesn't matter, a husband, a wife, a mom, it doesn't matter. If you are lucky enough to be sitting next to someone that you love and loves you back, you're winning. Just remember that. Very, very good. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. I want to thank you all so much for asking all of these incredible, fun questions. And of course, for listening to Climbing in Heels. Don't forget to rate a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. While you're at it, follow me on at Rachel Zoe and at Climbing in Heels pod on Instagram for more updates and upcoming guests, episodes, and all things curator. For all of us here at Climbing in Heels, we wish you a happy and healthy holiday. And don't forget to stay glamorous.